Welcome everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to NK Talks, the Nikhil Kamath show. And uh, today my guest is uh, Chef Sebastian Simon from uh, Melbourne, Australia. He's an Indian-Australian chef. So let me just add Chef Sebastian. Hi Chef, how are you? Hi Nikhil, how are you? Just a second, I'm, I'm actually not able to hear you. Uh, let me just check my earphones. Are they connected? Yeah. Now you're hear me now? Yeah. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. I think, you know, lately my earphones have been giving me some trouble. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I understand. Good to see you again. The last yes, time we yeah. actually, the last time we met would have been in Delhi when I came for the Australia-India business exchange. I think that's when we met yes. last. Yes. And so how uh, are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it's been, you know, uh, you know, creating a lot of content during these times of the pandemic. Uh, good, to good. Keep the audience engaged and all. How, how are you doing? Well, we are the only city in Australia that's actually in a lockdown. So when I say a lockdown, mm -hmm. I mean, we're in a curfew still. So that's not, it's very different. Every other part of uh, Australia is free to travel. But right. Melbourne, we're still in that situation. It is there for a good reason. People may or may mm. not agree with it, but I think it's for a good reason to save lives. So I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that. So, but we are, I'm in the, I'm in the same process as you are, trying to create right. some space and trying to do what we can to keep each other motivated and keep each other yeah. excited about what we want to do. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, uh, and thank you my, for welcoming. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, my, my family and uh, friends are joining in. So my cousin Abhijit is joining from uh, Mumbai and uh, my aunt is joining from uh, the US. My mom and my sister are, are also here uh, watching Fantastic. this. Fantastic. Well, it's a pleasure to actually have them as well, which is, I mean, it's great for us. Thanks. Thank you for hosting me, by the way. It was good. I'm glad I could be part of this. Yes. And, and you, you were saying something? I was just saying that um, I think we need a lot more a connectivity these days because otherwise we all on our own bubble trying to do things ourselves and I think reaching out to others and inviting people together to do things together as groups as people as teams actually makes yeah. life a lot more fun it makes it a lot more interesting and it makes yes. it a lot more beautiful today is the warmest day in Melbourne um, for a long time it's humid for the first time it was beautiful I went out for a walk it was mm -hmm. just amazing so I feel that we are all turning that, that corner in trying to have a mm -hmm. better uh, look at this entire pandemic. So I'm just going to say thank you for taking the initiative to get me on this uh, live session. It's been a while. Yes, and uh, I just want to tell you that, you know, your, the recipes that you've been posting and uh, all the videos you've been posting with your guitar or with the, with the food that you're cooking, uh, they've been really interesting uh, for me. And I've got the ingredients here ready with me to prepare some param puri that uh, you posted about. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see you cook. I'm normally the yes. one cooking. I'm so happy that I can just sit back today and watch you cook. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what I said in the, when I started the live, I said, uh, you know, uh, is this like a crossover episode? Why am I, it's like Nikhil Kamat show. 
and in the kitchen is it is it, is it a crossover of uh, nikhil's kitchen tales and nikhil kamat show so it's going to be really fun today to cook and you know like see if i do justice to your recipe <laughs> go ahead now i know you can i know you will i've been enjoying your content as well i know you've been doing a lot of great things for climate change you're in the middle of being a great mentor you enjoy cooking you travel i love seeing the way you showcase indian street food so well i enjoy that it's a great privilege for us to be able to um to kind of just kind of connect and just uh yeah. you know enjoy each other's company and that's why i thought it'll be fun mm. yes thank you thank you so much sir so uh let me just uh, show you if i have the if i have the right ingredients yes for, go ahead uh, yeah. so uh, i have i have the bananas here nice and uh, it's this is the self self raising flour yeah uh, rice flour yeah i got some salt and some turmeric yes and this is the bowl i'll be preparing the batter in and i've got the this oil ready. ready for frying yes the oil ready for frying so so i'll i'll just start mixing and we can also keep our conversation going yes so um uh, i noticed that they're not plantains and i also in my recipe did not use plantains because i couldn't get them um yeah. av- available for me but um are plantains available in the northern part of india a lot more uh you know in the in some of the markets in some of the wholesale markets they are available uh, yeah, yeah. but then i try to avoid because see they are grown in the southern part mostly in yeah. karnataka kerala and all and then they have to travel to the north so that increases the carbon footprint of the ingredient and i try to you know get something which is locally grown amazing so amazing so th- th- these are the i got them yesterday these are the nice. bananas we got and nice. um, we'll be using them uh, we do we do Go get the raw banana. we do get the raw banana here it's easily available so i'm starting off with the self raising flour yes go ahead sir all yours so so um, the interview i did with you for my blog in that you had yes. written uh, you had mentioned the importance of uh, uh, getting the ingredients sourced locally and uh, of course uh, during the australia india business exchange we were talking yeah. about using indian ingredients for uh, uh, for australian food so um, so is it difficult to make it or how easy is it to make australian food using some indian ingredients so what's your take on that honestly see when i when i came to india recently and i showcased some uh, aussie lamb lamb being the protein and and we are very very grateful that we have got incredible lamb in australia and i know that india is slowly catching up they will ca- get to that quality that we are looking to get but obviously the idea was to india's got the land of some incredible ancient recipes right i mean your your recipes in india are like centuries old so imagine yeah. that we could actually get um you know let's say good lamb from australia and use spices that are great and available in um in india and so the idea was to see mm-hmm. how can we bring them together use some of the spices and the techniques that we have in india uh, and then in- introduce some of the aussie ingredients like lamb so for me i wanted to get as much local ingredients as possible so you know i i used um things that I, like spices and and herbs that i could get but i did also bring a whole stack i've got a few here for you to, i'll show you in a bit i've got a few right. of um 
some Australian indigenous ingredients that are very, mm-hmm. very different to the rest of the world because of where we live in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. There are some incredible, you know, we're a continent, but we are so, so different uh, in, in its own microclimate. So to quickly answer your question, it wasn't easy, but if you did your research well and get the right people in your life to help you and you get that advice, it works. It's really great. So for that first event at the Hyatt, I remember I had yeah. to do 10 different dishes and I tried to build using the, the base of it being Aussie, the ingredient, mm-hmm. and then using, for example, I used kohlrabi from India. I used a cauliflower mm-hmm. from India, you know. I used the lamb from Australia, but I used the paratha from India, you know. So mm-hmm. I just had to find a balancing act between the two. Um, and it worked pretty well. Awesome, awesome. So, and um, so you're also the uh, owner or founder of uh, Lava Salt Consulting and you, you are an artisanal salt uh, maker. So how, how did you uh, get into doing this, um, like artisanal salts and all? What, what's the journey behind that? Good question. See, I'll be honest with you. I remember that when I was a chef cooking and I was running, a, running somebody else's business, while it's all fun to create amazing dishes, like looks good, amazing, the fact of the matter is that finally you need to make that food sell. If you can't yeah. sell the food, you don't get any money out of it. And that became, as an executive chef for me, a kind of a really big catalyst in understanding how, what my clients want and when they want it, that's, that becomes success. So we had a product in our kitchen. We used to sell steaks. And our steaks mm-hmm. weren't selling incredibly well. They were okay. They were great, but not amazing. So I changed right. two things. I changed my seasoning and I changed mm-hmm. the, what kind of uh, meat I got. And the moment I right. made those two fundamental changes, salt mm-hmm. became a very, very important part for me. So lava salt was the epitome of me wanting to create a seasoning that's unique, that would reflect on the steak that I'm making. And that began right. to change the way my, my food looked. So the steaks started to sell about, say, three times more, which means we mm-hmm. made more money, which means my boss was happy. And I realized right. if I could find a way to create that a business model where I make mm-hmm. salt, everybody wants to put salt in their food. So if I could yeah. make like flavored or infused salts, mm-hmm. that could be kind of a pipeline to have conversations with people to also maybe even introduce cooking to people and have fun with it, you know? Awesome. So, so, um, so what's the process actually of inducing uh, flavors to salt? Is it like infusing? Oh, good, good. Yeah. So I've got one example over here. So I, I don't know if you can see this bottle right now. So that's being yeah. infused for about a month now. Now, when oh. the salt starts, the salt is actually white. You know, it, it's, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it has uh, the classic color of a salt. So what I then right. do is that I cold smoke the salt. And then mm-hmm. after I've cold smoked the salt, I actually start to use certain flavorings, certain uh, techniques. Like, for example, here, um, I've actually yeah. got this actually here. You can see this actually is lemon myrtle. Okay, it's kind of oh. a bush herb that we use. Very, very uh, lemony, very um, effervescent, very herbaceous. And on the other mm-hmm. hand, over here, I've actually got strawberry gum. Okay, strawberry gum is pretty much like a version of a leaf that is mm-hmm. from the gum tree. And 
if I could find the right way to amalgamate the two by grinding mm-hmm. it and then infusing that with the salt, and over time what happens is this salt actually starts to get changed. It changes the way it looks. And like that, I've been trying all kinds of different things. Now here you can see this might look like spice to you. I'll try and mm-hmm. show you in my camera. This might look like spice to you. It is actually a spice. It's actually called Morandigit spice, which actually is a Barara word. Uh, it's actually an indigenous word for a, a, a recipe that's made with kakadu plum. Now, oh. the spice would smell a bit like uh, curry, but it's got a plum along with spices. So it's me mm-hmm. trying to work out what would be the right way to infuse that. So if I'm making, for example, a chicken, what could be a great way to infuse it? So infusion is the process of actually changing the flavor over time by adding something to the primary ingredient, such as in this mm-hmm. case being salt itself. Now, right now, you are adding haldi yes. or turmeric yes. to yes. that banana batter. And what yeah. happens is that you are changing the look, you're changing the aroma, and you're also mm-hmm. changing the way that product would look. That's, that's another good example of infusion. You know, True. teas. Yeah. I'm having tea right now. I'm actually yeah. infusing my tea. So I just use the same principle. Yeah, I mean, with tea, we infuse it with uh, cardamom or, uh, you know, tulsi, all these uh, herbs. So it's a good example to use. I mean, especially for, for our Indian audience that we have here. That's right. Absolutely right. And uh, in the meantime, my batter is ready. So yes, that looking, that's looking good. Yeah. So yeah. I think what you don't want is it to be too thick and you don't yeah. want it to be too thin. You want to kind of be in the middle. I think that's what you've done really well. Um, and yeah. I think it looks pretty good to me. I think I'll be actually, Prabhal, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Lemongrass. Yeah, Prabhal, Prabhal, yeah. She's my aunt from Mumbai. Yeah. Uh, I like she, lemongrass. She, yeah. Yeah. So uh, our neighbor downstairs actually grows uh, lemongrass on the terrace and nice. they sometimes give us. So these days we have tea with lemongrass in it and it has a whole whole different flavor to it. It does. It does. And uh, also, uh, so my aunt is a, is an excellent home chef. Uh, she does nice. her own pop-ups in Mumbai and, uh, you know, uh, so nice. these days she's doing weekend, uh, weekend pop-ups. She's doing uh, home delivered home-cooked meals uh, for people. Oh, I miss a good home-cooked meal, you know. It's, uh, yeah, you miss it. I miss it. Um, I love a home-cooked meal. Yeah. So and, I, wish, she, I, wish, I, wish yeah. I wish she was closer to me because I would have surely ordered from her. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, she, she does, uh, she specializes in uh, Mangalorean cuisine. Yum. So it's a lot of seafood and uh, chicken ghee roast and all those things. So what I miss is the famous Mangalorean cuisine is the kane, the kane fish. So there's a yeah. fish that's actually battered and deep fried. I really miss that because yeah. I remember learning about that when I was a lot more younger as a young chef. And, um, right. and I, I realized it was hard work that, to do that fish recipe. And I remember somebody teaching me how to make it many, many years back. Right. So what I'm going to do now that our batter is ready, I'm going to just uh, switch on the gas. and I'll just... Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. So I was going to ask you, Nikhil, um, you, yeah. you, your salt and pepper food guide is a pretty impressive blog that you've started. And I see you've really done a great job in, in really building a passionate 
uh, following in you're very you're a very unique guy because I'll tell you I'll be very honest with you I I come across a lot of especially in India I come across a lot of food bloggers and a lot of people and I realize that sometimes there is a possibility that they are sometimes there for the photo op they is there just for photos they take a quick selfie with the kitchen with the guest and they move on and they go on I really love the way that you 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 I found you to be very authentic and and quite warm and fuzzy when I met you and i felt that you cared a lot more about what you believed in and you felt you felt to me a lot more believable than a lot of the other i'm sorry to use this hindi word naam ke vaaste bloggers um <laughs> and for me as a chef i found that you you cared and you kept in touch and you followed and you asked questions so it's really impressive to see someone like that you know doing what you've done so well thank you thank you so much chef it it really means a lot coming from you actually uh, the story behind starting the blog is uh, my cousin abhijit kini he is also on here uh, watching the live uh, yeah. so he he's a uh, he's my aunt's son he's my first cousin uh, so uh, he, uh, it was in 2011 when he said you know we were discussing food uh, he's also a big time foodie all of us in my family are so and we were discussing food and you know he just said why don't you start a blog you know about food you're passionate about it so i said yeah i mean this sounds like a good idea and uh, i was just in school back then so i said you know why don't we start it together so we together started uh, started the blog and uh, then you know it just uh, with the passion i wanted to know more about food also i just didn't want to do only restaurant reviews or something so as i grew i thought you know uh, being a konkani being a mangalorean here in delhi uh, people don't know much about the mangalorean food so i thought we can bring that uh, and introduce people to mangalorean food so Amazing. that's what i've been doing through nikhil's kitchen tales and beautiful uh, it's, it's beautiful to the people i love it i love it thank thank you so much sir i'm just waiting for the oil to get heated that's uh, fine yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so how how have you been coping uh oh in these last few months having to be i know because for you travel is a big thing i know that for you going to events going to places doing what you do is a very very big thing so tell me um how how have you dealt with this uh i would say you know in the first couple of weeks or couple of months of india going into lockdown it still felt like okay we can manage this we can you know handle this content is going well i've got enough pictures and videos to you know share with the people uh then later on you know somewhere in may i realized that okay we need to start creating more content uh, yes. but what should we do and then i saw a lot of people were first time cooking during the lockdown first time going into the kitchen so i thought you know we can do nikhil's kitchen tales where uh, we actually cook we cook simple recipes for people and uh, that that way apart from that you know um, so we got some containment zones here uh, building up in delhi where there are these uh, covid cases so earlier there were no cases around my place but uh, you know two three blocks down the lane uh, a containment zone popped up here and there so that time it became very scary for me mm. right okay mm. it's really close to us now so how do we mm. uh, you know uh, how are we handling the situation Fair enough. Somebody's asked me a question saying, "Tell me more about myself." So I want to ask them, "What would you like to know about me?" I think someone in the in the group 
is asked. So I think it was Kogel. Kogli Foodie is asked, would you, would love to know more about myself. All right. So maybe I'll just even, what would you like me to say, Nickel? It's your show. I would say, you know, Chef, you can uh, tell us about uh, your experience as a, as a teacher at Le Cordon Bleu Australia and uh, how you are shaping um, young chefs and uh, helping them in their journey. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be a great thing to know for all of us. Mm-hmm. I think, Nikhil, I think to start off in saying that I always tell everybody, including my students, I'm still learning as well. I'm actually still learning how to cook better. It's a day-to-day process. You get better and better and better the more you learn from others. My role as a teacher is to be inspired myself. If I lose the inspiration to cook, then how can I inspire somebody else to cook? So for me, while it's hard, I've got three children. I've got an 18-month-old baby girl. And it's hard when you've got family and you've got to cook, you've got to manage, you've got to teach. So I yeah. work really hard in creating my own content and by researching and understanding stuff. That gives me the interest to keep cooking. And the more you learn, the more you give. And so for me, what I teach my young students at school is you've got to drive, you've got to be driven and have that inert desire to taste and try. So for me, that's the fundamental thing. See, I could be a great, maybe salt infused, infused salt maker. But if I don't know how to use that salt, then I feel like I've lost the formula. So that's the first thing. The second thing Mm -hmm. is to lead by example. So if I can lead by example, I want to tell my students, if you are making food, it must Mm -hmm. be able to create good memories. Great food creates memories. That is why when you sit around a family table and mom cooks a meal, why is it special? Why is it we say when mom cooks that particular dish, it is so different? Because Mm -hmm. what mom does around the table is that she creates memories. So I want to, I challenge my students to think about it like that. When you are a chef and you're running a kitchen, it's Mm -hmm. very important that you understand that you are in the business of creating memories. That's the, that's the third yeah. thing I want to I tell them. And the last and final thing is that how much of a big you've become, how much of yeah. years of, of experience that you've got, I've mm. always tell them, stay on the ground, be humble, understand where you came from, right. learn from your mistakes. Don't ever forget that you once also learned how to slice an onion. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, uh, the slicing and onion uh, example brings me to this uh, reel you posted where you were doing slicing onions blindfolded. So how did you think of doing that? And like, do you like how much practice did it take for you to uh, do that? So that that's something I really (coughs) that's something I really didn't want to do. I actually, I I tried to create a good example for my students because we tell our students that they must always look at the knife when they actually slice an onion or whatever they do. Mm -hmm. So I had a bit of a joke. I had a bit of a challenge. Someone challenged me as a joke saying, could you tell us that is it really possible to slice an onion blindfolded? So to answer your question in a very, very short way, if, if you understand the technique,
get it. You you got it. So if you understand the technique yeah. on the way you hold something and how you use your 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 finger as your pivot, it helps right. you. And so I trusted my intuition. I trusted mm-hmm. my experience. I trusted my 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 instinct. And mm-hmm. I also decided that I'll peel the onions anyway to be safe because I'm doing it in one take. I don't want yeah. to do. I saw my children were watching me, so I didn't want to create an unpleasant situation where my finger was chopped off. So I yeah, made I sure that I had my onions all placed, and then I just yeah. did it. I took it off. I said, "Let me just go for it." Awesome. So the palampuri now is in the. Oil and nice. it's, it's almost almost ready now. That looks crispy, man. That is beautiful. <laughs> so oh, usually, what we do is, my mom usually shoots the videos, and I I am in front of the camera. Today I am I am doing it all, you know, without her assistance. So <laughs> it's a completely oh. different experience for me. You're doing a good job. You're yeah, I hope so. Anyway, it's pretty good. Looks pretty this, good. This looks mm. good. It should be done. See, like you, another you are thing. actually making the parampuri now, and in Melbourne it's kind of like tea time. So it's four thirty in Melbourne, yeah. which is the perfect time to have tea and parampuri yeah. because that's exactly how I was brought up uh, in in my home, where mum would make right. this for me, and it was oh, it was just my grandmum actually. She was the first yeah. person to really. Make a delicious um, uh, parampuri, but my mom made it even better. But I, I just love it, love it. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, before actually doing this live session, you know, we we practiced making this so that I I don't you know uh, make any goof ups during uh, during the live session. That's a smart thing to do, Nikhil. and i think these are done now so i'm going to take them off it is a simple recipe isn't it nikhil i mean the, the 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 kind of like you know when you make it um uh in indian banana fritters i i know that a yeah. lot of chefs in the modern world do still serve we we have banana fritters here we make it but more mm-hmm. of a sweet style and we have it as ice cream it's very very common but i'm um, i think yeah. for you guys um i know that and for me when i was growing up in india i mean it's a kind of a, such a quintessential snack uh to have so what would, what would you normally have it with with tea a good nice spicy masala chai or what uh yeah of course i mean uh, a nice and spicy masala chai of course you know it's the sweet spot and uh, with it uh, uh, we don't we don't usually make banana fritters we we'll either make Uh, something that i posted about recently uh, called goli bazo yeah so it's something very yeah, similar to this batter uh, that we use so the leftover batter i'll probably prepare some goli bazo also <laughs> nice very nice so it's either goli bazo or or you know uh, most of the times it's uh, something uh, leftover from breakfast uh, maybe upma nice. or some poha uh, something like that or we make uh, Uh, something called sambura ukkari sambura it is a puff puffed rice okay and uh, it's made like a belpuri but in konkani style so it's spicier and uh, nice. if you get raw mango you can put in chopped raw mango to it to give that uh, tang to the dish yum that that sounds like when you said raw mango 
you got yeah. me straight away i just love that awesome so those those are the like typical tea time snacks if we talk about konkani food otherwise uh, here in the north we've got aloo pakodas which are potato fritters and yeah. uh, samosas kachoris so all all these things are there so but and the beauty beauty of this beauty of india is that every every corner of the country has their own uh, tea time snack uh, which they make themselves and it has a lot of culture uh, connected to it so that's the Amazing. beauty of discovering these different cultures agreed i agree with you that looks and that i think i can totally reflect whenever i come to india that's the first thing i'm attacking all the time having snack the snacks are just killer i love these um chili bhajis they my favorite oh, yes. i think if i could i mean you can't go wrong with the beautiful chili bhaji those huge long chilies they're not very spicy you know obviously yeah. they've got water in them but then if you make them with a the good chickpea batter oh they're just heaven heaven somebody is asking how do you manage without putting on weight and cook so yum <laughs> that's this you is, this not is me question. this is a question you know i have to deal with a lot uh, but i i would say you know uh, you have to have a exercise regime a working out regime uh, that you need to do i i i hadn't done a lot of working out lately like in the past month or two so yeah. recently now i started doing some yoga nice uh, to, you know get back into shape uh, because otherwise uh, my my doctor would say your bmi is off the charts and all that all those things <laughs> so i don't want that happening now it's good to stay healthy man you have to i think that's one lesson i've learned as well i mean we've got to do it for ourselves no one's going to do yeah. it for us yeah. and um and it's an important thing i mean it's um health it's health it's well-being it's mental health it's physical health it's all of it together that makes us better players it makes us better it makes us more fitter smarter yeah a lot more in tune with what we're doing and i think i agree with you 100% yeah and we need to as you said we need to give importance to the mental health as well it's not just physical health because when when you have a clear mind when you it's a you don't have a lot of thoughts in your head you know just going around you can think yes. uh, very clearly and uh, be able to handle different situations very clearly absolutely so, right yeah so my so parampuri is ready woohoo <laughs> that looks killer man i i usually you know i usually say the the most amazing uh, to anything you know that is cooked in in the kitchen like the most amazing goli buzz or right now i would say the most amazing parampuri <laughs> oh man that's good that's really looking good i think i love the way the batter i can see that it's beautifully come together and i think uh, you are going to enjoy it why don't you get a have a take why don't you have a taste uh, nikhil it must be pretty hot but have a taste and tell me what you think give us your yeah. feedback let there's a lot of them everyone's watching and waiting to kind of uh, give give them the feedback on how it's going go ahead yeah cheers cheers everyone <laughs> mm i could hear that crunch yeah it's still hot on the inside but uh, i believe yeah, the so the batter is nice and crunchy and yeah. uh, the banana also you know is cooked really well so it's soft and sweet so the taste is is really good i i you know uh, it's it's still hot so i just wait for the temperature <laughs> to go down i was going to say i was going to say this got hot last thing you want on camera is to kind of burn your tongue off and then everybody's watching you like howling in pain 
But um, yeah, that's. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I I do have some more uh, bananas left with me. I'll probably my dad is in the office right now, so when he comes back, we'll we'll make some for him as well. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Absolutely, you should. I think you should. <clears throat> awesome. So it's actually really hot here in Delhi, hot and humid. So so I mean, I've been sweating a lot. <laughs> uh don't worry but, i know, melbourne will reach 40 degrees very soon and i think uh when that gets hot it gets hot and i feel delhi and delhi and melbourne have got very very similar um weather types just that melbourne changes a lot more but um yeah, yeah i i i believe you i totally believe you so so will will you now be having summer there in melbourne so we're just hitting spring let me just see if i can show you some stuff so So if you can see in the backdrop here um I'm going to try and try and show you if I can. So if you can see at the back over there that's that's a fig tree that is that is still not yet um oops. The fig tree actually is not yet um uh has any plants on it but behind is a maple and you can actually see that's it's just getting to spring. Lots of great flowers so I'm just going to see if I can show you in my garden. We got some great flowers that just uh all our berry fruits um you know some great flowers coming on board so it really helps nice. make um our um it's spring so it's spring season and um we just had spring start on the 1st of september so which means right. this will continue on for some more time until it gets to uh the end of i would say december and december mm-hmm. is when we get to hardcore summer right and uh, earlier this year we saw i mean it was australian summer and we saw a lot of uh, forest fires uh, yes. raging through delhi it was very uh, heartbreaking sight to see uh, you know yeah. uh, wildlife being uh, damaged and uh, forests being damaged uh, it's it's all yeah. actually happening because of uh, climate change and currently we are seeing similar forest fires in california in the us yeah so uh, this is this is what climate change uh, is causing and yep. temperatures are rising uh, across the earth and uh, this is what you know we usually discuss during a climate change session or when we have a training on climate change so these are these are different things uh, but yeah and also i want to say that uh, from tonight here uh, we are, we are going to start we going to have indian premier league so are you a cricket fan Well, I am a big cricket fan, but I don't follow IPL a lot. I used to, but obviously we don't get to see the telecast here in Melbourne, so we miss it. Right. I miss it because Hotstar isn't available in Australia. So you mm-hmm. can get it through a different system, but I miss it. So I guess I know, I mean I I have in the past I used to follow uh the Bangalore the Bangalore team. I forget what challenges? Royal Challengers Bangalore. The Royal Challengers, yes. I used to follow them a lot. and then i changed my allegiance to the chennai super kings uh and right. then after some time i just couldn't keep up with the norm- number of changes but uh, is it so starting today is it it's starting today uh like 7:30 pm indian standard nice. time nice. what we are doing is actually my friend and i we are starting a youtube live stream uh post match nice. where we'll be nice. doing some discussion about the match great so that is another new thing that we are starting tonight Well done. I'm so proud of you and keep rocking it uh, uh Nickel you just like you're putting so much effort into so many of your things and I think it's enjoyable that that you 
really push the status quo and doing what you're doing, which is great fun. Good, good on you. Thank you so much. It's it's you know when I watch um, chefs like you cooking such great things, you know it inspires me to also experiment a lot on my end and uh, try out the recipes you all are making. And you know so, sometimes you know some great discoveries are made uh, doing these experiments. So, Absolutely. So yeah, this is what keeps me going. You know, watching a lot good of good on you. Well done. the chefs so yeah i mean it's been great i mean we've been uh, we made some nice palm puri uh, yes it's great i mean i till till yesterday i was stressed if i'll get bananas or not uh, because uh, you don't want to keep those bananas you know like two or three days uh, before so That's luckily right. we got some bananas and we made them these look well really done. delicious and <laughs> i'm happy they turned out well Good on you. Well done. I think you did a really good job in managing cooking and talking as well, especially when you have you have to do the camera work as well. So very impressive. Yeah, and hopefully you know, uh, like you are a guest here today. Similarly, we'll do some more uh, weekend specials uh, where we'll cook more. We'll do crossover nice. episodes. Good, this, uh, good. So. And hopefully soon, Nikhil, I should come back to Delhi again. And uh, uh, sadly, we I cannot come due to the travel. I was going to come yeah. to India again to do some work but uh, hopefully soon again get to see you face to face when all yes. this is over and uh, yeah. share a good meal together definitely for sure uh, we'll prepare a nice mangalorean uh, spread for you uh, even oh. my mom cooks some great mangalorean food so oh, you got me there at mangalorean absolutely yes. i will say yes yes and yes <laughs> for sure and uh, well uh, I think yeah. I mean, we are. I mean, close to because uh, IGTV will only allow me to share like an forty uh, minutes or so, forty or fifty minutes. Forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do that. Let's just. So, yeah, we can. Yeah, great. So thank you so much, Chef, for uh, being here. I hope it was My a great pleasure. experience. Now, watching me cook and being the audience. <laughs> I loved it. Fact of the matter for me was I could enjoy watching you cook, and I don't have to stress. I just loved. the fact that i can just talk to you and not worry about cooking for once which is awesome yes. that's great thank you so much and uh, have a great weekend ahead saturday thank sunday thank you thank you very much um, i'm going to be doing some live uh, uh, cooking shows as well i'll let you know um, a, a couple of great teams coming up soon i'll keep you posted on it so we'll keep in touch definitely thank you so much chef bye bye thank you bye thank you. bye everybody thank you bye and well that was chef sebastian simon straight from melbourne australia and i hope you all enjoyed watching the session and watching me cook and uh, uh, have a lot of information about food and cooking from chef sebastian himself uh, so i got these palm puri ready with me right now so i'm going to enjoy them and uh, next week of course we'll be having a nice and new episode of nickel's kitchen tales so watch this space for more for that and we'll do another live session super soon till then take very good care of yourselves keep doing what you love and keep cooking i'll see you next time till then bye